0: Welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com. Hello Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You can find us on Facebook as The Talk Show for Talkers. And we look forward to your comments, your questions, feedback, and indeed we regard these as your evaluations. We need you to stay in touch with us. You can also listen to previous shows on our website, irishtalkers.com. We also publish the Public Speaking Weekly And this is a roundup of links from the internet. It's all about Toastmasters. It's about public speaking, confidence, leadership. So look out for the newspaper link on our website. My name is Ted Melanfi, and I'm joined again this week by the prolific, persuasive, passionate Paul O'Malley.
1: Listeners, thank you very much for for listening. If you're a very first-time listener, let me tell you, he's always like that.
0: And thank you, Paul, for that. I take that as a compliment. And on today's show, we will have a word of the week. We will have a thought for the week, particularly a thought that will be relevant with all the other thoughts that are floating around in the world at this particular time. So I'm going to give you my thought for the week right away. And this is given to us by somebody who would have had who would have been very prominent in the 60s and 70s, particularly in America. Well, he was was nearly regarded as the vice of America. He was certainly, I remember there was a poll about him, and he was regarded as the most truthful person to listen to in America. So I, I thought that was an interesting one. War itself is, of course, A form of madness. It's hardly a civilised pursuit. It's amazing how we spend so much time inventing devices to kill each other and so little time working on how to achieve peace. I'm going to read that again. War itself is, of course, a form of madness. It's hardly a civilised pursuit. It's amazing how we spend so much time inventing devices to kill each other, and so little time working on how to achieve peace. And that was given to us by the late, great Walter Cronkite. What would you think of that, Paul? And that was sometime in the 70s. And he was one of these correspondents on CBS. He was the man, actually, who delivered to America the time when John F. Kennedy was assassinated. He was also a man who let his feelings and thoughts be known on America's war in Vietnam. And some people say that because of some of the thoughts that he shared publicly, it may have been one of the things that persuaded President Johnson not to run for a second term. So what, what do you think of those very relevant words of Walter Cronkite by 50 years ago?
1: I can't get past his name because Walter Cronkite is somebody who means a lot to me. As a young person, as a teenager and even into my early 20s, I can hear Walter Cronkite's voice as we're talking about him. And well do I remember his uh, words during the Vietnam War. And I don't remember him during the assassination of President Kennedy, but I do remember him in the late 60s and early 70s. The idea of war as madness, that's what... um, this quotation is about and contrasting that with how little time we spend working on inventing ways of achieving peace Mm -hmm. the contrast of war and peace must be a theme that just about every one of our listeners are uh, have in the forefront of their mind in this week during which i mean since we were last uh, last recorded this podcast which was this day a week ago yes on that day there was if you like, comparative peace in Europe. And uh, now we have comparative war in Europe. So Walter Cronkite is a good person to visit us. And I'm saying to myself that, you know, there must be a resonance with that quotation. Many people must be saying, this is madness. How can a place you could go on your holidays yes Um, you could fly to for the weekend with Ryanair and fly back again how come a place like that could be in the state it's in so I tell you what Ted I would like to talk a bit more with you about the situation that we're in right now maybe in a future episode in the next uh, couple of days would you say about Mm -hmm. us bringing you know, Walter Cronkite is a bit like a catalyst for this whole topic, if you like. Mm. Uh, and I just uh, am so full of concern for the members of Toastmasters in Kiev, in Odessa, in other places. in because I don't know where they are all living, to be honest. In Ukraine, me. yeah. It would be good to uh, speak. And I feel almost like it's our duty on this podcast
0: yeah, particularly since it's all, it's all about Toastmasters and I'm like you Paul with regards Walter Cronkite as a teenager and in my early 20s I would I would always looked on him as uh, the first of the stars from a journalistic point of view on TV he was one of these first sort of superstars and people used to listen to what he said because he was deemed the, the, there was some term actually in the 60s and 70s there was some kind of a poll taken and he was he was selected as the very top person to, um, what was it, the most truthful man in America, words along that line anyway. Can't remember, no, exactly what it was. And how, how he resonates with us too. Well, with me anyway, he was born in 1916. And that has huge relevance for us in this country as well.
1: Well, let's move on then from our quote of the week to our vision for the week. Our vision for this week is undoubtedly involves a hope that things will get better. But let me, let me ask you, listeners, who said this, that it was their vision to be the first choice provider of dynamic, high value, experiential communication and leadership skills development? Who said that to be the first choice provider of dynamic, high-value, experiential communication and leadership skills development?
0: Was it Ralph Smidley?
1: Well, I'll tell you what, Ted. He may indeed have said it. But Toastmasters International has an envisaged future. An envisaged future. It's on the Toastmasters International website. If you click on the About Us button and you go to Mission... You're going to find that Toastmasters International has an envisaged future. So I thought I'd bring the word envision. and en- envisage. See, we have envisaged and en- envisioned. Oh dear, I'm falling over myself. We have envisaged and we have envisioned. Oh dear. Anyway, here's the word of the week. It's called envisage. E-N-V-I-S-S-A-G-E. E-N-V-I-S-A-G-E. Envisage. And when Toastmasters International has has an envisioned future, that's the the words are essentially the same. So to envisage, it's to think ahead and get a mental picture of a situation before it comes about. So my envisaged dinner tonight is hake with broccoli and a glass of wine, I imagine. So that is what I envisage will happen. I envisage that we'll increase our members in our club after this round of renewals and the next period of the year. We'll increase our membership by 10%. That's something I envisage. The word is handy to know because I suspect that those of you for whom English isn't your first language, and certainly me, since I can't pronounce it, um, go to the go to the international uh, or our website, and you see the word envisioned. There, I got it right. Envisioned, as opposed to envisaged. And to be honest, I don't know the difference between the two. But to have a vision. Toastmasters International doesn't say this is our vision. It says this is our envisioned future. So there's a word which has existed. Oh yeah, Ted, do you want to guess what century did the word first enter the English language? Which one, envision or envisage? <laughs> good question. Any one of them, Ted. <laughs> okay. Any one of them. 50, Fifteen, 15th century. Ah, you're really good. That means somewhere in the 1400s. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> you're very close to it. In fact, it was 1660 that the word envisage. Right. And came into the English language. And it comes from, I've even got a bit of paper here with it on it. Uh, for YouTube uh, watchers, you can see. The we work. can't
0: see it now, Paul, because you have, a, uh, you have a virtual background. We can't oh, see it. Well, oh,
1: well, well, never mind. Never mind. If you hold it up by your face there, no, that distance, we'll see it all right. Ah, well, look, we're not... Yeah, we can see that No all right. This is a podcast. So I've got this word here, and it comes from Latin. And it used to be, you know, an unpopular word. People used to like, but it's become pretty popular in the 20th century. So it is uh, useful, a useful word to know, especially if you're discussing what's the Toastmasters' vision well we envisage that
0: well that's a great way to finish episode one of the talk show for talkers Paul and come back to us tomorrow because we have excerpts from one of the podcasts on the Toastmasters international website, and we'll share that with you and the thoughts of some very prominent Toastmasters so we'll see you then Talk Show for
1: Talkers is published every week in sections at 4 p.m. every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.